Open Mic is a podcast brought to you by Bethel Express of America. We're back again, and uh, we are really rolling, having a good time, have good conversation, and, um, you know, like always, he's not just in the building, he's in the booth. Andrew the Hero, Went Small H, my man, uh-huh, and my finest manifestation wife, Julia. How you of doing? God's promises to you. Of God's promises to me. Manifestation of God. Yay. Yeah, he hooked, he hooked me up. He hooked me up. But anyway. Uh, well, it's <laughs> good to be back. And uh, so, Michael, to reiterate now, you had talked about all the different ministries that have been a part of, that you've been a part of. Mm-hmm. And one of the most special ones that was close to your heart is gang ministry. But we've come to the point where we think one of the coolest ministries has been being a guest chaplain for some of the NFL teams oh, yeah. and the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Take it away. Okay, this is how it all started. Uh, back in the glory days, and for some of you Buffalo Bills fans, it was a really, really long time ago. And I'm a Jets fan, so I'm gonna really, I'm gonna really work this one. So y'all start drilling me about being a Jets fan. All I can tell you is uh if you go to the stadium with a with a Jets play, there is a uh Super Bowl uh, trophy there. And if you go to Buffalo, to Stop oh, no, that. you can't do that because they ain't got That's one. That's not nice. That, <laughs> that is not nice. But during the glory days. I have friends that are Buffalo Bills. I do. I, I have, have good personal friends. We have friends. very good friends yeah. that played during those days. I'm talking about those the fans. I ain't talking about the players. Do not reflect. The, the thoughts and personal views of Julia Peace. <laughs> Just See, but to know. I get drilled hard because the Jets stink. Okay, so they are rancid. All right, <laughs> uh, they're my team, but they. What well, did when you were two and fourteen? You know, right? You don't take a prophet to tell you, right? You have to pray about that. Do we stink? Uh, <laughs> Bill Parcells, a former Jets coach, says you are what the standard, what the ratings say you are. But anyway, um, I always have fun because I do root for the Bills as long as they're not playing playing the Jets, okay? So anyway, back in the glory days when the Bills were really running the table um, all the way to the Super Bowl, um, there was a significant number of Christians. I'm talking that even the high profile, highest profile players were knew the Lord Jesus like for real, for real, for real. And so they were being invited to speak in men's breakfasts and, you know, dinners and, all, you know, all kind of stuff. Because everybody would show up when a Buffalo Bill, let alone more than one or two would show up, you know, four or five would show up sometimes. And so I had a friend, um, he was a pastor and he, he knew that I was, you know, you know, I knew one or two of the players at that time, at least at, at, at least at that point. And he said, um. Do you think you could get something set up? And I was like, sure, let me see what I could do. So the players, even though I could speak with them directly, they asked if I would respect them by calling the chaplain for the team. So I would call the chaplain for the team and leave messages and tell them, you know, uh, you can ask so-and-so and he'll tell you that I do know him. We're friends. We've ministered together and everything. And so I'm not just anybody calling. I'm really, I really know these guys and they told me to speak to you to set them up to come to a men's breakfast at my church. And this went on for like three months and I never heard back from them. And then one day I was in, I was, I was invited to do music during Lucy Fest, which is in Jamestown, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. In Jamestown. 
Uh, they, and they honor Lucille Ball because that's when she was born and raised. So every year they do a thing called Lucy Fest and they just honor Lucille Ball. And it's a big thing in the town of Jamestown and people come from everywhere. And so uh, there was a ministry, a sports ministry that rented the Civic Center downtown. So it was the premier sports arena for that area, premier arena period. And it was a free event and they were going to have three Buffalo Bills there. Uh, all high profile. And then my responsibility was to do the music. Then the, then the players would give their testimony. Then I would come back and give a salvation message and an altar call. And when it was over, the chaplain, his name is Fred. Fred, I, yeah, I know Fred. I'm putting it out there, man. But you know, you're my man. Um, Fred, afterwards, he came up to me and says, would you be interested in doing a Bible study with the guys and their wives you know, on occasion, I was like, sure. He says, yeah, because I really like how you communicate the gospel. I said, oh, thanks, man. Praise God. I said, oh, yeah, by the way, Fred, I'm the guy that's been calling you for the last three months trying to get you to come. <laughs> so I to see if you can set me up with some of the players. He said, Mike, that'll never happen again. That was 1991. Uh, excuse me, that was 1992. And from 1992 to 2019, um, I did I did chapel services for just about every team that played the Buffalo Bills, um, uh, you know, as an away team. They so they would come to Buffalo to play the Bills. I, there are thirty two teams in the NFL, and I've done a chapel service for at least once for twenty two of the thirty two teams that that um, that are in the NFL. Some teams, of course, they come every year. The Jets, the Patriots, the Dolphins. Back in the day, even the Colts, when the Colts were in the same division as the Bills, every year I would do those teams. But other teams, you know, mostly AFC teams for obvious reasons, would come and, you know, I would get to know the, the chaplain and some of the players may have played for a different team and said, when you go to Buffalo, see if your chaplain get this guy named Mike Peace come in you know, he's all right. You know, that kind of is that kind of a thing. So I've done um, at least one time um, a chapel service for 22 of the 32 teams in the NFL. So I've had a good time doing that. The stories is, is, uh, are funny stories. You know, uh, uh, you know, my experiences are, are funny. Some are interesting. Uh, I remember I did a, I did a chapel service once and I do this thing where I call it the the pendulum of prayer. And what I do is I hold my hand out and I just move my hand across the room. And if my hand, you know, gets to you, you can raise your hand and tell me what your prayer request is. So I'm doing my pendulum and my arm is just moving. And it finally is where one of the players is. And he raises his hand and he said to me, he says, um, and this is in front of everybody, that, you know, that was there, about 20 guys. He says, would you pray for, for my um, for my marriage? He says, because my wife just sent me a text and she said that when I get home, she's going to leave me. And I says, God is a God of reconciliation. God is a God, you know, that created marriage, the institution of marriage, and God can save and heal a marriage, you know. And I just kept going. And then, of course, I, I took the rest of the prayer requests. I prayed and I taught the message. And so uh, sometimes when I'm done, it's on a, because, you know, Julia and I, we drive out to Buffalo and, you know, it's only an hour away. And, you know, I, I she's not allowed to be with the team. Women are not allowed to be there. So I, I they send an escort to get me behind the scenes and we get behind there. And um, so, but sometimes when we're done, 
Um, I can eat with the team. They eat, you know, a little snack. Well, it's not a snack. It's a full course meal for us, but for for them, it's a snack. All right, <laughs> you know. And um, I won't forget it that 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 same evening. Um, so I'm there. And this is like maybe about forty minutes after the chapel's over and everything, and you know the players are doing whatever. And he comes and he runs over to him and he says, "Man, I didn't even know that you were here. I heard somebody told me you were still around. Man, um, I, I called my wife back and um, she told me she's willing to give it a second chance. And she told me what I need to do to get my life together. And she said she's even willing to let me say what I need to say to her. That was, you know, for for us, well, my differences with her. We're going to be all right. He says, "Man, can I um like can I have your number so I can keep in contact contact with you, let you know what's going on?" I was like, "Sure, man." You know, and I'm just like, "Wow." It's the second time I've done a chapel and this is already happening like this. It's like, I'm a pastor to NFL players. You know, they would give me their number and it's like, look, man, you know, if you see me say something that I shouldn't say, you see me do something on a field that you think is inappropriate or whatever, you know, call me, man. Don't text me. Call me. Tell me. I want to hear your voice. Tell me. You know, I receive from you. I respect you. I respect you. You know, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I'm thinking, man, what about his chap? Because the chaplain of his team is like his pastor, you know. And I, to this day, I don't know why that was. And I don't, it doesn't matter. God set me up. And so I just go with it. Once again, one of those just be what God wants you to be kind of a thing. You know, um, I remember once I was doing the pendulum of prayer. And the gentleman raised his hand and he said, yeah. He said, um, yesterday my wife sent me... Um, sent me a text message and we talked last night. Um, um, she, uh, they said they, 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 they showed that she has cancer and, um, you know, we don't know what to do. Like we're young, man. I'm in my twenties, man. You know, I don't even know what to do about this. And so I said, don't worry, man. God is one of God's name is Jehovah Rophi, the Lord God who heals, man. I'm trusting God, you know, that he's going to heal you, you know, your wife and everything. You know, he says, okay, that's cool. And, um, so, so that was that. Do the chapels, chapels, chapel service is over. Once again, I'm hanging out with the players, having a little, well, it's a meal for me, snack and for them. And I'm waiting in the lobby. And she's still in the lobby waiting. And he says, yo, you still here, peace? I'm like, yeah, man. Yo, you ain't going to believe this. Not only is my wife not going to have to do surgery with a tumor, She's pregnant. I was like, wow. Wow. And, you know, I got to control myself, but sometimes I get a little excited. You know, I do my little victory dance kind of a thing. And now that my knee's back in shape, I'm doing my victory dance again, you know. Um, and so I've had stories like that. So a, a lot of times that you've gone, and most of the time that you've gone, you've never asked any of the players for anything. Right. But you've allowed them to give you their phone number when they yes. asked you, or, yes, or whatever. So, uh, what are some of the? Well, what players do you know that were really special to us that just really took us in and helped us, or you with the ropes of being that chaplain? Oh man, there's the people who have loved on us like nobody's business and just supported us as friends. Not, not. I'm not. I'm not talking about the money tip. I'm talking about the relationship tip. Um, Pete and Barb Metzelars, like nobody's business. Uh, I mean, they I, even to this day, if I see them, or we see them, you know, it's all love. And it's been a lot of years now. I mean, I mean, we all have gray hair now, you know. 
Um, in fact, their kids are old enough now to be close to having gray hair now, you know. But uh, uh, Mark Kelso, and the reason why Mark Kelso is my original was he was at a men's breakfast, and I was there too, and I, I rapped. And as it turns out that Mark Kelso had a rap too. He was kind of nice on the mic too, the one rap that he had. And um, this because he had when he was when he was um drafted, he was drafted to the Philadelphia Eagles. So he got involved with a, 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 a an urban ministry in Philly when he was there. It was short lived because he ended up in Buffalo for a long time. And um, so uh, Mark Kelso definitely just uh they you know loved on us and um uh Frank. Uh, Frank and Linda Reich, they, they, they just treat us with mad love, mad respect, um, mad love. Uh, oh, I could go down the list. A whole lot of them. They were just, you know, just great people relationally. Right. I think it would have went on. You would have still been doing NFL chaplaincy towards them, except for the new coaches that came in because they decided how they were going to do. Yeah, in the NFL, coaches came. But, but one of the things I want to ask is, sometimes you could bring a guest, and what were your rules? Here we go. Um, do not extend your hand to shake their hand. Do not ask for an autograph. Do not take a picture and don't say anything to them until they say, unless they say something to you first. Right. Those are my rules because I would occasionally bring someone with me. Um, all adults. Now, one year, um, our son asked if he could go and I said, son, you're too young. You got to be 11 years and older. So he said, well, dad, next year I'm going to be 11. So can I go? I said, yeah, son, I got you. We'll do it. So he was 11, <clears throat> excuse me, and I got a call um, to be with the uh, with, with the St. Louis Rams when back when they were back when they were St. Louis Rams. And um, so all week I said, what's the rundown, son? And I did this like hard, like probably 10 times a day, every day, because I know my son, you know, is an autograph hound. He's a celebrity hound. Although he's been around all these famous people all these years. He'd been with the the kids of the Buffalo Bills players, played with them, you know, all those years, you know, when we did Bible, private Bible studies and chapels. But anyway, so I drilled him all week. So now I'm drilling him all the way to Buffalo, you know, and he's like, yeah, dad. And he's taking it serious. He's not like, ah, oh, dad, here we go. He took it dead serious. So finally we get to the hotel and uh, we're there, and we're there early. And so then we walk into the room where the chapel is going to be, and there's nobody there yet. And you guys were going to have dinner with them, too. We're going to have, yeah, uh, right or after the, the game. snack. Yeah. And so <laughs> so I um I had to go to the bathroom, so I said, come on, son, let's go to the bathroom. So he went with me. I said, okay, son, this is the last time. What's the rundown? Said, Got you, Dad. Got you, Dad. Uh, don't say anything unless they say something to you. Can't take a picture. Don't ask for an autograph. And don't and don't extend your hand. I say extend the hand first, right? I says okay, great. So we walk back into the room, and there's one player there, right? And it was Kurt Warner. I I knew it was Kurt Warner. I know that JD didn't realize who it was yet. I know he knew who it was. You know who Kurt Warner was, right? Man of God loves Jesus a lot. Movie just came out about him about four months ago, and uh, so we get there. He says, Dad, that's Kurt Warner. I was like, I know, son. So we get there, and so Kurt Warner is in the front row, and he's like two seats from where our Bible, my Bible, and we were seated. So I walk, so I walked in, you know, and I looked at him, and I says, "How's it going?" 
And he looked and he extended his hand towards JD. He says, hi, I'm. And before he got a chance to say his name, JD says, Kurt Warner, you're Kurt Warner. I knew you were Kurt Warner when I walked into the room. You're the MVP of the NFL. How are you doing, Mr. Kurt Warner? And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did JD just say, I happen to have a junior sp- Sports Illustrated for kids. for kids with him on the front page. With yeah, Kurt Warner on the cover. Did he pull it out? Did you know he had that magazine with him? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. JD was definitely and slick on that one. He had the marker one. too? He had the marker and everything. <laughs> and he had it. And then, and then Kurt said, you want me to sign that? He said, yeah, you'll sign it? He said he signed it for him. And then the other players came in, Aeneas Williams and all those guys came in. And, and then they were telling me like, you can come down. He, he's okay. He's okay. And so he just sat and chilled with them. When it was over, we went to go eat. You know, he didn't even sit at the table with me. They said, hey, JD, come over here with us. And JD looked <laughs> over at me and I'm like, hey, son, they invited you. You know, so. And you had sideline access. Yeah, I had sideline access. And I sat up way up. Well, you know, sometimes you know, it that's how, like that's that. That's how we do. So I'm uh, going to finish this off quick. It says, throughout the years, you gave a lot of messages to the players. Are there any plans on releasing some of those messages? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to find... Oh, I, I, have it, I have them already ready. I just needed to put it in a book form. It's going to be called From the Hood to the Huddle. And um, it's, it's uh, chapel services that I chapel message messages that I gave at chapel services where there was a memorable experience as a response to the message that I gave, whether I gave the message and then I heard a player actually use, say something that he heard me say earlier that day, that morning at the chapel or the night before in the chapel and things like that, or something that the players would send me a text and say that really blessed me or whatever, you know, those kinds of things. So it's called from the hood to the huddle and it's uh, uh, messages, chapel messages that I gave at NFL chapel services. Yeah. I'm reminded of you met a player that was sitting somewhere on the street in Rochester. Was he here? And who was that quarterback? Oh, okay. You're talking about, I guess, should we be mentioning these names over the that air? That was good. Yeah, it yeah, was cool. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, what happened was he was a rookie and... Oh, because he was a, he was playing with the Jets back when the Jets were running the table. They just didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but you, you know, whatever. And um, <laughs> and um, so the sir, the chapel. So he asked me my name. So I always introduce myself as Mike. Well, the chaplain Scott Metheny, um, he um he introduced me as Mike. You know, this is Michael Peace and and everything. And so I did the chapel, and I knew I knew a whole lot of the high profile players. All of them knew the Lord Jesus, right? And so when the chapel is over, Chad comes up to me and he's like, did you know that you have the same name as a famous Christian rapper? <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, I have heard about that. He says, wow, that is something. I said, yeah, it is, man. He said, "He said, have you ever met him? I said, yeah, you could probably say something like that. You could, probably, you could say that. He said, wow, it would be a blessing to meet that, meet that man. He's... He's really blessed my life tremendously. I said, oh, oh, for real? I said, yeah, if I ever get a chance to tell him, I'll let him know, you know? He said, you do that for me? I said, yeah. I said, you know what? You may have met him and did not know it. He says, really, when? I says, and I extended my hand. I says, I'm, I'm, I'm Michael Peace. I'm the one that, dude, no, 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 dude, no, no, stop. 
I was like, yeah, it's it's I, it, that would be me. And so we just start talking. He said, he says, so you're really Michael Peace. He said, yeah. I he says, I said, would you like me to prove it? He said, yeah. So I went, yo, yo, check out the lyrics that I'm swinging, a new kind of rap style that I'm bringing. So he knew the song, so he joined in with me and was rapping. And of course, he's a rookie, and all the veterans are watching, and they're like, yo, look at Chad, you know, and they, they you know. And, you know, looking at him and rapping with me and everything. So they got a little bit of a, you know, kick out of that. But um, gotta, it was pretty good. You got him at ease off hazing. Yeah, I well, probably did. <laughs> well, Mike, it was really interesting learning about the NFL and all that. And we're looking forward to this book being written, okay? That's right. So once again, we'd like to say thank you so much for joining and listening with us. Make sure you catch up for the latest. And our next podcast will be on You Can Never Outrun Being a Pastor. Until then, be blessed. Stay well. Amen. Amen.